Alright, alright, alright. The FFL podcast is back, but this time we aren't talking about football. Nope, we're talking about where the big boys swing the sticks. This is the FFL Tour. I am your host, Jeff the Freebird Nickerson. Now, the FFL was such a success, the guys in the league wanted to keep the fire burning. So we came up with the idea to start the FFL Tour. The first ever golf fantasy that wasn't just a boring DraftKings lineup or pick your guys at the start of the year from some sheet, throw 50 bucks away because 900 other people picked the same 10 guys you did. Nope. The FFL Tour took the best part of fantasy football, which is drafting your own team to go on a year-long run with. Now, of course, there's waivers. There's trades. You can trade draft picks. You can blow it up. But this is your squad. So, why are we doing a podcast this week? Well, this week's tournament is what everybody calls the fifth major, the best field in golf, the Players' Championship. I plan on doing a pod for every major, so wanted to get my feet wet with this one and start this week. So what are we going to talk about? Well, we got our FFL Tour standings. I'll give you a little breakdown of each team in the power rankings. And then I'm going to give you some of my picks for who I think is going to win this week. And hopefully make you some money on some top 10s too. But before we get to all that, let's hear from this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is the Bailey Body. Bailey Body knows you have heard of the Phil Mickelson six-day fast. Well, the fine folks at Bailey Body have an idea that will blow Phil's six-day fast out of the water. That's right. It's a five-day fast. Now, all you need is to copy the Mickelson fast, but instead of enjoying the process, we want you to join our Bailey Buddy group chat. That way we can all complain together and talk about the absolutely garbage meal we are going to have at the end of this. So email baileybody today at manboobs.org to get started. We'll send you a One Tree Hill box set like the one Bailey Body founder, Jordan Bailey, used during his five-day fast. Join today. Weight loss not guaranteed. You are likely to end up gaining weight. We are not responsible for any health issues. There's a good chance you'll feel worse. Bye today! Look at our standings and rankings so far on the FFL Tour. For anyone not aware of the scoring, it goes as followed. Minus 40 for a missed cut. You would get 20 points for making the cut all the way up to 11th place, 100 points for a top 10, and 300 points for a win. We also added a 20-point hole-in-one bonus if anyone is lucky enough to have a player on their team who gets a hole-in-one in competition. That's a quick 20 points for you. How are you? All right, so our rankings at this point will start with our 15th ranked team, the Dallas Dieselweights. Negative 80 points on the year. The only team in the negatives. Hate to see it, D's. But the fall from the top for the D-Weights has been sad to watch. Since their loss in the FFL Championship, 
we won't talk about that. We're on to golf, but good God, it's been ugly. The D-Weights have only registered two top 10s on the year. That, my friends, is horrible. And if that doesn't change in a hurry, the D-Weights will be looking at a dead last finish. As the kids say, hate to see it. In 14th, we have the London Royals. With 100 points on the year, the Royals moved from Cincy but brought the terrible play with them over the pond. The Royals feel like they are turning around, though, after they registered their first top 10 this year last week with Sung Kang. The Royals need the X-Man to get back on track, and they need Frankie Molinari to get over his battle with the Yips. We'll see if this is a big week for the Royals. In the 13th spot, we have the Buffalo Bush Boys. 180 points on the year. Three top 10s, but missed cuts are way too common for the boys. The Bush boys remind me of those Buffalo Bills teams that went to four straight Super Bowls. Tons of talent, but just can't finish. Lots of bridesmaids here on the Bush boys. We'll see if they can get back on track at the players. Our 12th ranked team is the Myrtle Beach Mermen with 340 points on the year. The Mermen already have one win this year with Adam Scott winning the Genesis. Other than that, team captain Roy McElroy has played four times and has four top tens. That's a quick 400 points in four weeks. Not bad for your starter. Could another W be coming for Myrtle Beach? Rory is the favorite this week. We'll see. We'll see. Coming in at 11 is the Miami Vice with 360 points. This is not a good team. I am sorry, Jeff, but if Brooks keeps playing like his brother Chase, this team has no chance. Cam Smith is good, but he can't be a lead dog. We'll see, but I could see the Vice falling down the board, down there with the D-Weights, and you don't want to be down in the basement with the D-Weights. Our 10th ranked team is the Austin Rattlesnakes with 380 points. Up and down year for the Snakes with only three top 10s, but I think this could be a big, big week for Austin. I expect Hideki, Abe Anser, and Rafa Cabarabello all to play really well this week. Could be a massive week. We'll see. That's what I'm thinking. In the 9th spot, we have the Arizona Big Red with 440 points. The Big Red got curb stomped last week, negative 160 points. Hate to see it, but hey, pay your bets on time. Max Halma has been the star of the team, and Tony Finau is a machine. So I think they can start to pick it up. One thing to look out for, Jason Day's back is obviously a disaster. But if he can play four rounds this week, he could win this tournament. He dominates this course, but he's got a tough time putting together 72 holes. So I don't know. We'll see. Would be massive for the Big Red if Day could get back on track. Coming in at the 8th spot is the Georgia Peets with 520 points. Fresh off two top 10s last week. The Peets might be fine in a groove, but to contend, they're going to need Matt Wolf. He needs to get hot because it has been ugly for Wolf. Yeah, he's making a few cuts, but then he's blowing up on the weekends. He's got to go low for the Pete's to have any chance to climb up the board. Also, there is no reason to think Colin Morikawa can't be near the top of the board again this week. Kid is a stud. But I have him in a matchup versus John Rahm, so hopefully he finishes behind him. All that matters. Our seventh-ranked team is the Vancouver Grizzlies with 540 points. The Grizz hit a winner this year early 
with Webb Simpson winning the Phoenix. Uh, since then, this team's been cold. The Grizz have all six guys going this week, though, and are very confident this could be their best week. No reason to think Webb can't win here again. He's already done it before. Good course for him. In the sixth spot, sorry, we have the Bermuda Blue Fins with 560 points. The Fins have five top tens on the year. It's been a pretty steady year for Bermuda, but a win this week from team captain Justin Thomas could really put the Fins in the conversation for top team in the league, and I like his chances. In the five hole, the Curtis Breeze with 560 points. Bryson has been a horse for the Breeze, but the rest of the team just has not shown up yet. Not sure Justin Rose has any confidence in what club he has in his bag right now, which is not a good sign for a top golfer. Henrik Stenson just showed up last week. I actually thought he was going to play pretty well last week. That did not happen. A quick, quick trunk slam for him on Friday. Um, But this team is stacked. I mean, they got Sergio in the sixth spot. No reason this team can't put together a couple wins this year and move up the board. Um, Our fourth-ranked team is the Atlantic City Aces with 820 points. Big Leash won for the Aces at the Farmers and has been the star of the team. I think Leash is in for a big year and could win a couple more times, actually. Fleetwood is going to win at some point. Tommy Fleetwood is a great golfer. He just has not won in the States. It's going to happen. I am shocked, but GM Chris Azano might be doing a good job. Shocked. In the three spot is the Las Vegas Freebirds with 820 points. Other than John Ram's auto top 10, it's been a very boring year in Vegas. Really need Shane Lowry to turn all these top 25s into top 10s, along with Kevin Kisner. Come on, boys. We need some top 10s. We need some hundreds. Um, I would love to see Jordan Spieth get consistent, uh, but I won't probably feel confident in that until he's feeling hot at Augusta. So let's get a W, boys. We need it. Our second-ranked team is the Mimico Tigers with... 1,140 points on the year. The Tigers got a W at the Honda with team horse Sung J.M. This team has been solid all year. Not one waiver move. Not needed when you have eight top tens. Eight. The Tigers' only worry is their team captain, Tiger Woods. That back is not doing well. I am terrified that he's not going to play at Augusta. And if he doesn't, that is not a good sign for the Tigers for him coming back at all this year. This is a good team, but you need Tiger Woods to get to the end and be the champion of the FFL Tour. All right, now moving on to the top team in the league, the juggernaut Fireball Freaks with 1,140 points also, but the difference is they have three wins on the year. Cam Smith, who won in Hawaii, Patrick Reed, who won in Mexico, and Hatton, who won last week at Arnie's tournament. Wild. That's 420 bucks for the Freaks. That is like five full working days if you did that. That's huge, Jordan. Good for you, buddy. You put in a whole week. Congratulations. What a year for a team full of scumbags. Reed, Kuchar, Bubba, disgusting. Honestly, if this team is at the top at the end, that's it for the FFL Tour. This won't be happening. Can't deal with that. All right, that's it for the FFL Tour rankings. Now... Let's take a look at my Freebirds bets of the week. Each week I'll do this. Uh, I'm going to try to get my top seven to win the tourney and maybe a couple long shots and some top 10, 20 odds, whatever. Whatever I feel that I need to get out there. 
So if you hear anything you like, put some money on it. So here are my lucky seven. First, I have at plus 1,200, John Ram. I mean, he is a machine, and he is due for a W. Hasn't done much at Sawgrass, has only played it three times. His best finish was last year when he finished 12th. But his stats this year and the end of last year are nuts. He's played five times this year. His worth finish is 17th. So yeah, I am on Rambo. I think he's going low. This could be a big week. Next up, I have Justin Thomas six at plus 1,600. Has made the cut here four to five tries and just have a feeling he's going to have a big week. Can go on heaters like no one else, and you can make birdies at Sawgrass. I think this course is going to fit well for him. I can see him being in the mix Sunday, and he's not going to back down from anybody like JT a lot this week. Number three, I have Bryson DeChambeau at plus 2,000. What a year for the beefed-up Bryson is having. Last three starts are all in the top five. How are you? I think he's due for a W. The guy can bomb it, and he can play well at this course. Like Bryson a lot. My fourth is Dustin Johnson at plus 2,500. Everyone is saying he's not healthy yet. He's only played five times this year. Well, he's only played five times this year. Three of them are top tens. The D-Weights need a W. They need to get out of the basement because our rivalry, it ain't going to work if I'm sitting up top and he's down at the bottom. That's just, that's not a rivalry. We've talked about it. So he needs a W. This could be the week, like DJ. Fifth, I have... Tommy Fleetwood at plus 2,500. Fresh off his first miscut in forever. Hey, everyone keeps saying Tommy can't win in the States. Well, he they also say he never misses cut. So he missed a cut. Now he's going to win. Like Tommy a lot here. He's done well. His last two uh, tournaments here were top 10s. I feel like this is a big week for Tommy. Maybe he got there earlier after his miscut, put in some work. He'll be ready to go. Should be good. Sixth, I have Hideki Matsuyama at plus 2,800. If Hideki could putt, I'm telling you, he would win 10 times a year. His iron game is insane, and he can eat up this course. Just put the ball in the hole, Mats. Do it like Hideki. Um, Number seven, my longest shot, I have Matthew Fitzpatrick at plus 6,000. I just love his game, and I know he doesn't have much success at this course yet, but his game looks like it's coming together. Um, he had a ta- top 10 last week. He was hot in the final round. He got here. He's a good iron player. He can putt. I think he's going to do well. He's going to get hot. Why not start this week? Get a little win. He wants to play all year on the PGA Tour. This could be it. Now, five top 10s I like. You could also sprinkle on these guys to win it all because their odds are pretty crazy, and they all have a good record at this course, and They've all coming into the tournament pretty hot. So I have Shane Lowry at plus 600 for a top 10. I have Ben on at plus 600 for a top 10. Abe Answer at plus 750 for a t- top 10. Rafa Cabarabello at plus 1100 for a top 10. And Keegan Bradley at plus 1400 for a top 10. Look up their stats. They all do well at this course, and they're all playing pretty good. Those are the bets of the week. Lock them in. Players' Championship, FFL Tour. I'm a city golfer, you can ask my wife. I've been out there hacking every day of my life. I got the shorts. 
All the plaid sweaters that new tailor-made driver didn't make me any better. Man, I hit him fat, and I hit him thin. I roll him in the bunkers, man, I hit him again. Slice him in the bushes, crank him in the creek. I pop that sucker up and hook it out in the street. Yeah, I'm 245, right down Just a little chilly dip away and put it all together. Hit that son of a bitch right up there in the leather. If you call that good and let me press on the side, you can put me down for a five.